So whatever the scenario is, if it's financial, medical, age of the mother, whatever. It's always relevant. Just trot out the toddler. Right. And it really helps to clarify the issue. Yes. Because now it's an innocent victim. And it's human. It's human. It's alive. And the only difference between that toddler and the same toddler a few months ago it's is time, size, time, level of development, growth. Yep. Yeah. environment, dependency, and that yep. continues. Yeah. Well, hello and welcome back to this uh, week's episode of About Abortion. I'm joined once again by Dave Payne. Dave, thanks so much for coming back. Thank you for having me. It's great that you came back. I want to come back. How did you find the first uh, couple of sessions? Yeah, fine to do. Interesting to look back at. And yeah. uh, I'm very keen to do more and to be here as much as I can. Good. And have you uh, had any sort of feedback? Anyone um, watch the videos, you know, how, how they got on with them? Yeah, uh, my dad said he watched it. Mm -hmm. He said it was a bit long. Yeah. <laughs> but he, uh, he liked it. Um, my, I watched it with my wife and mm -hmm. it was very interesting. She said um, it changed a lot of a lot of things in her mind changed when she watched it and she wanted to share it actually she wanted to uh, be able to which was quite a big thing for her she went to quite a prestigious all-girls grammar school mm -hmm. and she did very well so she was very much amongst um, female elites mm -hmm. so uh, it's almost certain that people there would have had probably had abortions and do like further careers and right so it's a for her to share it is a very mm. yeah but she immediate that was her immediate reaction is mm. um is it shareable or mm, mm. she wanted more people to see it and more, yeah. Brilliant, fantastic. Yeah, Well, definitely picked up on some things that I could improve on as well. well we're all learning. It. Yeah, we're absolutely. All learning. That's why we're here. Not familiar with seeing a video myself, so. No, no, it's, it, was, it was great. We'll, cut, we'll, we'll do a little recap of that in a couple of moments for those who didn't catch it. But for, for those who, who, who aren't aware, maybe you didn't see uh, Dave uh, a few episodes ago, we're doing a, a little series on really how to talk about abortion. How mm. do we have those conversations? Mm. And, um, and so we've had episodes one and two, looking really at the, the mind, mm. getting our mind and our thinking straight. We looked at the heart, getting our sort of attitudes, the way we're seeing this issue and the people we're speaking to, mm. getting that straight. And today we're moving on really to, to, to the mouth, uh, as it were, so our speaking. Mm. Um, mouth's good for pizza as well though, aren't they? Absolutely, and garlic bread. And, and garlic bread. Chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets. What's the what's the worst thing you've ever had on a pizza? Good question. Probably pineapple. I was going to say the same. Yeah, it yeah. just doesn't belong there. A brother, a brother in the Lord, confessed to me the other day he liked pineapple on pizza, and I felt discord. I, yeah, I. It could be a primary issue. I don't know. Yeah, it could be. Could be. We could be looking at yeah. discipline there. <laughs> um, but no, we're, we're we're full of pizza and we're ready to go. So yeah. let's just do a little recap. Uh, of episode one, let's see uh, if if any of this has stayed. So we uh, oh crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> so you did say um, w when you're watching it with your wife that something that, that that stuck was actually just how simple the issue is. What was what, what were you talking about there? Um, just the fact, yeah. So I, it is just so remarkably simple when you take everything back and just look at the issue for what it truly is. Mm. The fact is just killing. A defenseless human that hasn't done anything let alone anything wrong consciously yeah. and you're just killing it there's no yeah that's it yeah it's just yeah it's so simple but it also is so complex and there's so many other things right like you're gonna give me a lesson how to talk about it I can talk about most things but I it's very difficult to talk about yeah. this and I do need I, I value your lesson I think it's emotionally it can be very complicated mm. so emotionally complex but that doesn't mean it's 
morally complex. No. And I think absolutely. that's where people get confused. They think because it's a difficult issue emotionally, they think, mm. oh, it must be a grey issue. Right. Morally. But actually, we'll come back to this at the very end, but I'll, I'll mention it now. Mm. It's as simple as this. If the unborn aren't human, mm. no justification for abortion is necessary. Yes. That's, but then it, there's a com, it gets complex because people will deny that. And I don't really know how to like reason with someone. Yeah. So I, I had a so I was working with a chap, and I'm going to call him Joe Blocks. Mm-hmm. This is a real conversation I had mm-hmm. a couple of days ago, and um, he's a clever guy. He's a really good guy. He's a great carpenter. Um, he's he's fantastic at his job. He's clever. He can run a whole project, but um, he blatantly and openly denied that it's even alive. Mm. And he just he sort of said, nah, don't leave you there. Don't. He, said, mm. he t- accused me of being controversial for the sake of being controversial. Mm. And that I just wanted to do it because it's not a secular thought thing to way to view this issue. Mm. Mm. And then he just said, blatantly said, it's not even a living thing. Mm. And walked away. And I was just hmm. totally baffled. Right. Honestly baffled. I watched him leave and I was like, what mm. could I have said further? Right, right. At, at that point. Right, yeah. Because I said, to, so I, my analogy before that was, you can cr- like pop a maggot in the inside of a bin. That's fine. I think that's, if you wanted mm-hmm. to do that or swat a fly, well, how is this different? Hoping that he would say that because this is a human, it mm-hmm. should be set apart from those other mm-hmm. things. But he just then denied. He said he said the maggot was a living thing, so it would be like worse to do that. Wow. And I was like, well, hang mm-hmm. on a minute. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and he walked away, and I just couldn't argue that further but I don't know how to mm. argue that at that point it's so well yeah and that's what, we're, that's what we're here for today you know because it's one thing to know it to know the case for life and, and we did that in session one we looked at our sort of syllogism you know yes it's wrong to intentionally kill an innocent it's human being yeah. and abortion intentionally kills innocent an innocent human, human being. being therefore abortion is wrong and, yeah. and it is that simple and yet the conversations don't always feel simple no all sorts of uh, tangents, yeah, and, and and red herrings, and then they may even just storm off, as you say. Yeah. They're out of the room before you can even re- sort of muster a, a, a reply. So, so today we're going to look at the conversation, okay? Okay, good. the conversation, and how we can really open up, so initiate, and then direct a fruitful conversation about abortion. Okay, that sounds good. Okay, so that's what we're doing. Today and actually, your little anecdote with your friend is is a helpful starter because I was going to ask you sort of how you found it on the streets, but but you know conversations about abortion. But I think what you cited there was a really good example that we'll actually come back to because I think it serves as a helpful kind of case study mm. in a conversation. But first of all, let's just get a few things in place as to the kinds of ways in which we want to direct these conversations. And I want to say that first of all, we want to focus much more on the questions we're asking. Mm-hmm than on the answers we're giving. Right, okay. okay. And the reason for that, well, actually, let me ask you, why do you think that might be fruitful to focus on the questions we're asking? You have more control over it for a start. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one asking the questions directs the conversation. Hmm. Yeah. And you could, if you, if you received a reply that didn't make sense, mm-hmm. were you to engage with that reply and think about that, you mm-hmm. could then be drawn off your original mm-hmm. Yeah. Tack. Mm. Yeah. I think staying on track is one of the most mm. important things mm. in a conversation about abortion. It's so easy to get blown off course. 
Mm. And you lose that's the simplicity of this the issue. Is and you end up talking about something else climate like climate change or, or the ethics yeah. of yeah, I mean, yeah, not you, that those issues aren't something in and of themselves, but you weren't talking about that originally. That's right. They might be valid issues, but there's a there's a tendency in these conversations to draw away from the main thing and talk about other things. Mm. So our job is to keep the main thing the main thing. We'll come on to that in a minute. And questions are one of our sharpest tools for the job. Now, in terms of the kinds of questions we want to ask, we want to ask open questions as opposed to closed. Is that a term you're familiar with? Open questions. So open questions really are questions that don't have just a yes or no answer. Right. So instead of, are you pro-life? You would ask, what do you think about mm. abortion? Mm. Okay. Or um, instead of saying, you know, is that a good thing? You could say, have you considered what that could lead to? You know, or what, what sorts of things could that lead to? If we accept this, what does I it see. mean for, e.g., people with Alzheimer's or the disabled or the elderly? You know, mm. have you, you know what, what could it mean for the way we value them? So questions, open questions, get people thinking, and we want them to question their own thinking. So we've got to get them thinking, mm-hmm. and it helps us to see their thinking. Mm. It's, I, I see it as very much a diagnostic. It's like they're in the doctors, and I'm trying to figure out what's wrong with their thinking. Mm. I can only do that if I can see their thinking. Okay, yeah, that so makes asking sense. the right questions exposes their thought process. Yeah, it's like it opens up a window for me to look at. There's no point in me barking up the wrong tree. If they already agree life begins with fertilization, I don't want to spend half an hour lecturing them on yeah. how life begins with fertilization. Right. Right? Because okay. their issue might be somewhere else. Hmm. So I think 90% of the conversation is trying to find out what actually is their problem. What is the issue? What's their hold up? How do you identify the issue? Issue. Right. Well, okay. yeah, we'll, 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 we'll look at some questions that help us to do oh, Okay. Okay. So, um, just a couple of questions and feel free to note these down if it's helpful and likewise those listening in. So the idea of these sessions is, is a kind of interactive tutorial. You're listening as you're doing the washing up, driving, whatever. Uh, feel free just to note these things down and, and practice them with a friend. It'd be really good actually to, to sit down with a friend and listen to these and practice together. So uh, a couple of key questions, great to have up your sleeve. Simple questions. What do you mean by that? Okay, that's a, it's a simple question, but it's one you want to have up your sleeve. What do you mean by that? So I'll give you an example, often on the streets, you'll ask someone, maybe what do you think about abortion? And they'll say something, often they'll just kind of say a kind of slogan like, well, it's, it's up to her. Her body, her choice. Her body, her choice. Right. I think it's her right to choose. By asking, what do you mean by that? You're going to get a lot more from them. Yes, they have to expound. That's right. On that point. Exactly. So it's a, it's a simple question, but it's so helpful for getting the conversation going. Mm. Because someone's like, oh, it's her right. Often, it could have been an off-the-cuff mark that they've never even thought about at all. Exactly. Almost certainly it is. And, and from that remark, you can't tell if they're seriously like, pro-abortion up till birth for any mm. reason. Or actually, more often the case, if you say, what do you mean by that? They say, well, I don't think people should do it lightly. Mm. And you find out, actually, they're only really in favour in quite extreme circumstances. And they weren't aware of quite the extent of how much is going on in a more casual sense exactly so what do you mean by that simple question but a helpful one and and then another is how did you come to that conclusion okay okay good i can see these are good questions yeah i can see that because often it's just they're repeating what they've heard elsewhere and you're asking for the thought process that's right how did you come to that conclusion and and, and that's Mm. making them reconsider already okay yeah why do i think that have i ever actually thought it through yeah okay so just a couple of questions. Okay, so um, 
we're going to look next episode at some of your conversations on the street. Got oh, your, crumbs. Got, on your, uh, got your body camera um, data, which is great. Looking forward to that. So we'll, we'll come on to that next session. Um, but just, just briefly, how have you found the moment of sort of initiating a conversation on the street? Super awkward. Yeah. Uh, yeah, not something I naturally want to do. Um, I probably blundered into it a bit. To be yeah. Fair. I probably just like, okay. went for it and just did yeah. something. I think I copied you. I um I noticed you saying, "What do you think about abortion?" Yeah. As a way, yeah. I thought it's kind of yeah. I think yeah, it did impress me as a way to. It's like an inoffensive way to ask a really offensive question. Yeah, it, yeah. I think that's the best question to begin with. Yeah, I think it, again, it's an open question. Yeah. And what I found, I don't know what you found, but I think almost everyone has an opinion about abortion. Hmm. Very rarely do you get someone saying, oh, "I have no thought, uh, no opinion." Mm. Everyone's got an opinion, but not many people have much knowledge. Yes, yeah, and they haven't thought that. it through. Mm. So it gets them talking. So I, I recommend to people listening in just start with a simple, open question: "What do you think about abortion?" Okay. Mm. Now this gets the ball rolling, and pretty quickly you get some responses back. <laughs> okay, you, if you get a bit of a short reply, helpful to say, "What do you mean by that?" But then, what have you found already? Dave, on the streets or in other contexts, what sort of things come back before too long? When, when you ask people, what do you think about abortion? They'll present some reasons why it's acceptable. Right, exactly. So reasons or, or certain situations, mm-hmm. circumstances. So mm-hmm. I find if you, if you dig a little, do a bit of a diagnostic, most people will say, I think abortion is okay if okay, mm. there's a certain set of circumstances. Yeah. yeah. So they think it's justified if, okay, in certain situations, okay? And again, that's where my other question comes in. Or, or in fact, the same one again. What do you mean by, what that? Mean by that? What yeah. circumstances? Okay. Uh-huh. So what are, the, what are the sorts of situations that you've heard people use as well? It's reasonable. It's the right thing to do in this situation. If the girl's been raped? Yeah, that's probably the top one we hear. Yeah. Um, do you want to maybe actually note them down in one list yeah. just down the left? Because we're going to make another list on the right and it's helpful. Justifications for... Yes, yeah, so these are justifications, reasons people rape. give, you know. Okay, so um, rape, what other situations? Uh, medical. Medical, like right. if... Yeah, the baby could harm the mother or something. Yeah. Like medical, any medical reasons. Yeah. Um, couldn't afford to keep, keep yep. the baby, so like poverty. Yeah. Um, the, the dude threatened to leave. Like yes. He said he would... Yeah. Sort of relationship issues. Yeah, relationship yeah. issues. Um, uh, mine's going a bit blank. I think sometimes um, they'll cite, oh, she's if the mother's very young. Yes, you know, too young, immature. Teenager, uh, for example. Um, I would say those are some of the, the most common ones. Yeah, probably. Most common. Um, sometimes they'll say, oh, well, if the baby's not even wanted, yes, going to have a rubbish life. Yeah. You know. Now, a, a lot of those grouped together, just as a kind of point of information, rape, medical situations, life of the mother, that sort of thing, all grouped together, they form such a tiny minority of the abortion statistics. Yes. You know, it's it, 98% of abortions are performed on healthy mothers, healthy babies. Just for, for ch- by choice. It's choice. It's unwanted for yeah. one reason or another. So that's just as an aside, okay? Right. But yeah, these, I was aware of that, yeah. Yeah, but these are, these are the sorts of reasons we hear, okay? Now, I think it's very easy to find that 
within just a, a few seconds in a conversation, something comes hurling at you. What about rape? You know, are mm. you really going to say a woman who's been raped is going to be forced to have her baby? Mm. And you can feel a bit sort of cornered. Yeah. And a bit stunned. And you, it's like, like someone's a rabbit just, in the headlights. That's right. It's, not, it's like someone's just served a hundred mile an hour yeah. ball to you. And what do you do? So I'm going to just introduce now a tool that I found really helpful for actually meeting that. Right, good. And turning it around good. to help form a constructive conversation, okay, about abortion. So before we get into this tool, greatest communicator of all time. Tell us about the greatest communicator of all time. Jesus? Yeah. Yeah, cool. How did he how did he do it? What was his communication style, would you say? Do you notice anything about the way he spoke with people? What did he use? Stories and parables. Stories and parables, yeah. Um, it's quite simple to understand, mm-hmm. even though he spoke with authority. Mm-hmm. Not really sure. I'm yeah, missing something really obvious. No, you got it exactly. It's, it's telling stories. He's gentle and loving. Yeah, certainly. And the other thing I have in mind is he asked questions. Okay, I he didn't, asked a lot of. questions. Did he really? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I, didn't, I, didn't uh, I forget the exact figure, but I saw it recently. He asked a lot of questions. Really, that's interesting. Lots and lots of questions. You know, he often starts. What do you think? You know, and then he tells a story. And then, yeah, which of these three was a neighbour to, yeah, you know, yeah. He's always asking questions, putting it huh. back to his uh, his listeners, okay? So there's, there's a tool that we've kind of, yeah, it's very much inspired. By the way, Jesus spoke, um, common ground analogy question, okay? C-A-Q, common ground analogy question. It's worth noting that down, yeah, people listening in. Common ground analogy question. So... Common ground, and I think this is the one that's perhaps for some of us quite easy to forget, is we need to find the common ground with the person we're speaking with, um, and that helps to kind of cool the conversation down a bit. They understand yeah. that we're on we're the same team. side. Yeah, we don't want to. We want. We don't want a conflict. We don't want any. Right. Yeah. Ideally, we want no disagreement. Whatsoever. Yeah. That's we're, the, we're trying to walk alongside them. Yeah. We're not against them. And it's important that we show that we understand the situations they're talking about. You know, mm. often those are real situations. So common ground, then analogy, so a parable, a story. Right. You know, a kind of, it could be a real story. It could be something that's happened in your own life. It could be a kind of made up story like a parable. Mm. And then always finish with a question to keep them talking okay. and to keep directing the conversation. Okay, so... Perhaps, should we do a couple of examples? Yeah, okay, absolutely. I, I'll show you what okay. kind of what I mean, and then you can have a go. So, take t- let's take one of those situations. Let's take, for example, the financial one. Right. Okay. So, so the objection comes in. You know, um, you know, a mother's already got three kids. Mm. There's no money. Mm. She's pregnant again. Are you really saying she should be forced to have this fourth child? She can't even afford to feed the three she's already got. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's easy to jump straight into trying to argue back. So mm. it's important to take time to find the common ground. Okay, so just acknowledge it. So common ground. Yeah, I acknowledge that would be a really difficult situation to be in. Mm. You know, I, I can think of nothing more painful than actually not being able to, to, to feed your own children, not, mm. not being able to afford that heartbreaking situation. And certainly, you know, it's important. Em- empathizing with the empathizing. mother. And th- yeah. th- that's the common ground there, to yeah. see the hardship yeah. in the situation. Right, I'm with you. And, and not, it, it, we always need to bear in mind, it could be a real situation of the person we're speaking to. Mm. That happens often. Yeah, quite. On the streets, you just don't know. 
So to, yeah, to immediately counter that or belittles it in some way. Exactly. It's not giving enough recognition. Exactly. exactly. Right. Um, yeah, okay. And, and that's, you know, one of the accusations, and it's not a particularly valid one, but sometimes the accusation against pro-lifers is, oh, they don't care about anything mm. apart. They just, all they care about and is they're immediate... pro-birth, pro you know, they're not pro. Yeah, I would immediately, I would be guilty of doing that, definitely. I would start telling them all the ways they could provide for that child. You can just... You know, get a better job. Or yeah. like, there's, there's definitely welfare for yeah, that. Yeah. Like, no children starves in this. Country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm guilty of that for hundred percent. And it's it's easily done, and I think there are at least two issues with it. One is, you know, they might feel that you're being more combative than is necessary. What's combative? Combative, you know, fighting. Oh, sorry. Yes, 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 you know. yes, yes. Um, but the but the other thing is, you end up then talking about the wrong thing. You've gone off. You're then debating about the social system. social structure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So. Best to just acknowledge it and just let it be. So, you know, um, yeah, totally understand that situation. But just imagine with me a situation, and here's where you're going into telling the story, okay? A parable, mm. right? So, but imagine with me a situation where there is a mother in that situation. She's got three children, another one on the way, and she chooses to carry on with that pregnancy and she has that baby. And now the baby's one year old or coming up for two, toddler, and she's still really struggling financially. Would it be okay to take a knife and kill that toddler because she can't afford to feed it? Mm. Now, most people are going to say... Obviously not. Obviously not. And then we say, unless they already make the connection as to where we're going, what then is the difference? Mm. Why is it not okay to kill a toddler because of financial hardship, but it is okay to kill the same child when she's just a bit younger? Mm. And in the womb. Hmm. And what we've done there, and that's just through simple common ground analogy question, in quite a sort of non-confrontational way, hmm. is we've we've redirected the conversation from a kind of what they may see as a sort of trump card of an awful situation, and how dare you suggest, hmm. you know, you've actually carried them around to now we're talking about what we want to talk about, which is the nature killing of the, babies. Exactly. What what abortion killing, actually is. Killing small human, yeah. It's a human Infant being. Humans. So we're, we're focusing, we're refocusing the conversation on the unborn child. And we have to work hard to do that. Yeah. Because everyone wants to talk about everything else. Anything but. Anything but. Anything yeah. but. That's right. Yeah. Okay. So this, so this is all about keeping the main thing the main thing. Mm. Because abortion, the whole debate comes down quite simply to this. What is the unborn child? If the unborn aren't human, right? If abortion is just like having your appendix out... Or blowing your nose. Or blowing your nose, then who cares? It doesn't matter. We don't need to have a debate. There is no justification required. Mm. But if the unborn are human, no justification for abortion is possible. It's possible, yeah. It's not even a... Yeah. It's just crazy that people don't see that. Yeah. It's, it's mad that we're having to fight this. I know. It is crazy, isn't it, when you stop and think about how our society's got to that. And one of the reasons it's mm. got to that is that there is layer upon layer of deception mm. and distraction. Mm. And it's our job as voices for the voiceless to represent the unborn child and to bring them back into the picture mm. and make sure that people don't keep ignoring them. Okay, so that's common ground analogy question. I'll give you another quick example. Okay, let's think mm. about, uh, let's say the baby has some kind of abnormality. Let's say yeah, Down okay, syndrome different, or something, okay? Yeah. Okay, so there's a diagnosis in the womb, baby's got, say, Down syndrome or something more severe, 
are you really saying the mother should be forced okay to carry this baby to term even though they're going to have a limited you know okay common ground you see how that's going to be so difficult yeah it's not going to be a normal life yeah. it's going to be so impacting on the parents yeah. um they're going to struggle to make friends they couldn't be bullied yeah yeah okay yeah exactly acknowledging all of that and it may be even in some situations you actually know someone who's been through some of these things yes. you know so i've got a number of friends who've got kids with down syndrome and i can certainly say they love their children dearly and their children are a real source of joy mm. i can also say there are specific challenges mm. that accompany that it's clearly trying on the parents yeah. there's stress and yeah there's heartache and worry yeah absolutely and and in particular you know what does the future hold? You know, when they reach adulthood, what does that look mm. like? Yeah, yeah, there are absolutely. these questions. Yeah. So great stuff. So that's common ground. Analogy. How would you go with the analogy here? I go the same as before and yep. say like, okay, so if you were to go full term, have the, the mother were to give birth to the child and they to grow up when mm -hmm. they're five years old and they're having a tantrum and mm -hmm. I don't know, soiling themselves in the supermarket, mm -hmm. could you just literally like, throw them in the river or like, yeah. just get rid of them? Yeah. With that? Yeah. Okay. And then, exactly. And that's the question. To which they might say, well, no, of course not, but that's different. They ask why it's different. Good. Where is the difference? Good. And then... Do you just be quiet at that point? You, you just literally let them speak. You don't point out... If they haven't, yeah, if they're not drying up, I mean, often people will see where you're going and they'll say, oh, no, that's different, you know. And then I'll definitely say, oh, in what way? You know, yeah. how is it different? What's the difference? Yeah. And then we'll move on to the next section because then what happens is they are forced. If they want to defend abortion, they've just said you can't kill the toddler. But you can kill. You can kill the, it, it, the unborn it, child. Yeah. They then have to come up with, and this is often what's, what's going on, on the spot, they're inventing some reason why the unborn child doesn't count in the way that the toddler does. Right. Okay, and that's that's where we get to um, another kind of list that I think it's worth making. So we've made a list of the circumstances that people Excuse. often cite. Uh, yeah. yeah. And now we have a list of certain characteristics of the unborn child that people will use to say that's why they don't matter as much. Okay, right, okay? yeah. Yeah, but not less developed. Exactly. Yeah, let's list some. So yeah. what so what so so often they'll say okay, but that's different. You say why is it different? And I'll say because the the fetus, the unborn child, whatever, because they're not fully developed. Fully developed, good. Conscious. Conscious is another classic. Yeah. I can't write very fast. And <laughs> uh, I'm not. A I'm a terrible speller. <laughs> developed. Um, conscious. Uh, even just they're not out yet. I hear that a lot. Not out. They're well, not out. Like out yeah, the they're, yeah, exactly. They're not. So they're not independent. Yeah, not independent, or you know, um, they're not. Um, they've got no less function yeah less function. function yeah they're all functions really aren't they um, some might say but they're tiny it's just like it's this size size you know how can that be well this you is can't it. go around killing like, small people yeah I know to, to yeah. short people that's yeah. not some yeah no this is this is there are just elements to this that are just totally insane yeah when you like a vulnerable pregnant woman like you mm. would give up your seat on a on public yeah. transport for her. Yeah, it's like chivalrous to take care mm. of her to, like, to want to protect that mm. to see it's such a 
special thing. I don't understand how the opposite way of thinking is yeah. possible. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand. And of course, there are layers to that, aren't there? You know, the spiritual blindness and so on. But I think there, mm. the great privilege and opportunity we have is that we can actually shine the spotlight on that insanity mm. and that inconsistency mm. with this tool. Yes. And that helps people to see, oh, goodness. Yeah, when you say it like that, I'm mm. literally saying that because someone is smaller... That life is meaningless. Right. A life form is... Right. Which no one wants to believe. Yeah. No one wants to believe that their life yeah. is meaningless. So this is where we need to take people. So they're going to come up with a load of reasons why the unborn don't matter so much. And um, here's where we need to understand their argument even better than they do. Okay? Because sometimes okay. their language is a bit confused. They'll say, well, it's not a life yet. Okay? Yeah. Now that sounds like a scientific statement. They're not a life yet. So let's just make sure we, we know what they're trying to say. Are they really saying there isn't biological life? If they are... Shown the facts. Heartbeat there's a heartbeat at three, three weeks. weeks. It's growing. It's it's moving. You know, there's a fingerprint attempt. So it, let's make sure they understand that scientifically it's alive. Mm. If they acknowledge that, but they're still saying, yeah, but it's not really a life yet. What's the difference? What does that mean? What they really mean by that is there's some reason why it may be technically a living human being, but it doesn't have value in the way that you and I do. And that'll be because of some particular function. Hmm. such as what we're listing here or oh, because they're not conscious or because they don't have memory what does define a life then what does make right and that's where we need to no yeah this is where we need to direct the conversation further because they're going to want to say the unborn child don't count because of xyz and we need to help them to follow through that line of thinking okay yes so they'll they might say oh it's it's tiny Okay. Hmm. Okay, let's have you considered and this helpful question might be worth noting down. Have you considered the consequences of what you're saying there? Okay? Or have you considered the ramifications of what you're saying there? So um are you saying that smaller people have less of a right to life than larger people? Hmm. Or they might say, well it's not conscious yet. Okay, have you considered the, the consequences of what you're saying there? If in old age you develop Alzheimer's or dementia... Do you lose value? Are you no longer valuable? It, or if you're in a disposable. coma... Disposable. Yeah. Disp dispensable? Dispensable, yeah. Can you just be done away with? Yeah. If, you, if you're in a coma mm. and you're not aware anymore, you're not conscious, is if, it okay to kill you? exam results drop. You're suddenly right. not doing as well, not performing as well. Yeah. Is it our intellectual capacity that gives us value? Yeah. Yeah. And even, if you want to be a bit more provocative... Um, is it right to discriminate oh, against oh. people of yeah, lower intelligence? Yeah, that's something nobody wants to be accused right, of. Right, exactly. Yeah. Is it right to discriminate against people because their bodily functions aren't as strong as someone else's? Cool. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm writing that question. Yeah, then. so we can make it uncomfortable for people to stand by this support for the killing is of Is that wise? To make people I think it is. We it's, a, it's, a line, it's, a, it's a thin line we need to... You don't want to antagonise. We, do, we don't want to antagonise them, but we do want to challenge their thinking. And, and, and show a horrible yeah. thing for being a horrible thing. That's right. To reveal a... And we're, we're giving them an opportunity to, to change sides here. To have a reform. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So That's... yeah, we, we do need to be... We, and it's a difficult line to... But we, we do need to stigmatise the act of killing an unborn child and support for that act. We're not looking to stigmatise people who've been involved. Yes. 
And yes. that's a difficult line to walk. Yeah, absolutely. But it's what we've got to walk. You have to walk it to have a safe society. Where... This is it. Yeah. So, it's, and the language is so important in that. So, you know, mm. you, can, you can do it in a winsome way. Is it, is, it, is, is it okay to discriminate against people because of their intellectual abilities? Mm. And, you, you know, you're not putting words in them, you're allowing them to speak for themselves. That's an open question. It's an open question. Well, that isn't there. That's is a yes, no. Well, that, that, that particular <laughs> one is yes. But it's thought-provoking. But it helps the... Th you're giving them an opportunity to say, well, no, of course not. And this is also where the analogy is helpful because it instead of it being me versus you together, we're looking at looking the story. at yeah. This is like a and I, and I think that's maybe why Jesus mm. one of the reasons he told these stories because it helped people to see themselves from the outside huh. um, in a fresh way. Interesting. So so we got this these functions okay because they're not out yet because they're not fully developed whatever and there are ways we can expose the insanity of that okay so. For all of these things, pretty much, they're not things that just happen overnight. They develop very slowly over weeks, months, even years. Hmm. Okay, so if you're going to say, oh, because they're not fully developed. Okay, is a toddler fully developed? Yeah, a prepubescent is. Right. In fact, we keep developing until about the age of 25, one way or another. Yeah. So and, then you, and then you're deteriorating. So you, do, right. you, you drop off. So <laughs> That's what's right. the, where, when do you cross the point <laughs> yeah, of being... Okay. Do you drop out? Is That's very right. dangerous... Yeah. And, you know, you can ask questions like, is that the kind of society you want to live in? Yeah, would you be happy with that? Right. Like, get to 50 and start worrying. That... That's right. Once you're over the hill, past Dreadful. the peak. The thing is, it really is this simple. Either every human being matters mm. or no human being matters. Because if our value is dependent on our functions, okay, on what we can do or what we look like, then there's a... There's a spectrum, is it? And a... we're all on death row. Absolutely. About how close to the end you are. Or you're like one accident away or something. It's, yeah. This is it. So, and no, but this is where it's complicated. So there'll be people that, so you and I, we're Christians. We believe God made us. Mm. We have an intrinsic value. Is that mm -hmm. right? We have, mm -hmm. so we, yep. We have we have the most wonderful, most beautiful. Like Jesus yep. died for us. That's how much we matter, right? We yep. are insanely valuable yeah. to him like he loved us that much other people don't believe that yeah there are people who do not believe like mm. technically you don't matter you're no different to a maggot mm. like yet in in covid mm -hmm. everybody cared about yeah nobody wanted to die everybody cared about life everybody was so pro-life that the will to live was phenomenally strong mm. Mm. how do you yeah, I, I do get bogged down in it. I do get tied up in, in the confusion. It does get me. Like, every, at yeah. one, on one sense, nobody, most people don't really agree that you matter that much. Yet, mm. nobody wants to be meaningless. To have a meaningless existence is a dreadful yeah. thing. That's a depressive, Yeah. nobody wants to be there. Yeah. I think an issue like this brings to the fore what we really think about human value. Right. Now, most people would at least like to think that they believe in human rights. Mm -hmm. that human beings matter mm. most people in our society would like to think that's their, that's their stance mm. and yet they support abortion why? because the, the, the unborn child has become dehumanised in their thinking mm. and so the only reason there's this discrepancy between the toddler and the child in the womb is that the, the, the child in the womb has been dehumanised and so we can help them to see that the reasons they're giving for why the unborn don't matter 
none of them make sense. Mm. They're arbitrarily selected. They're just like, well, where'd you get that from? Mm. Why should size dictate our value? Mm. You know, they're, they're almost all of them are on a spectrum. Mm. So it's impo- impossible just to pinpoint, oh, so, that's when it starts. Yeah, it's not clear. So it's a stab in the dark, literally. Yes. And then thirdly, you know, if that is, if we are to adopt that criterion, well, you know, that means all sorts of people are in danger of being killed. Mm. Or should be killed. Or should be killed, right. To, to be consistent. Tr- to be consistent, yeah. yeah. Just... So the, cons- the inconsistency for us mm. is an opportunity. Right, yeah. Because um, it's, it's wrong to be double-minded on that's an right. issue of such significance. You, yeah, yeah. And, and, and even the unregenerate mind generally is... What does unregenerate uh, mind So mean? Not, not born again, you know. So, oh, right. So, you know, the, the non-Christian yes. mind yes. is generally still quite sensitive, I think, to inconsistency, hypocrisy. Yeah, it, well, yes. You know, people, yeah, yeah. people are like, hang on, you can't say that and do that. You can't say go left, go right. That's right. To, yeah. So, so there's an opportunity there for us to show, actually, if, as you say, you believe in human rights, mm. you care about human life, mm. then how can you not apply that to the unborn child? So do you think part of the issue is that we live in seemingly like an increasingly nihilistic society? Like human, euthanasia is becoming, yeah. it's been talked of, and perhaps we're yeah. going, am I guilty now of going off no, on that's, separate issue? It's a really important question. I think it's, we're going to have to tackle that another time. Right. Uh, because it's another whole topic. And it is a real issue. Mm. And that is where much of our society is headed. Yeah. However, um, a lot of people can be won over by the sort of conversation we're having here. Right. Because they've they've been deceived or distracted. And this is simple. And it is simple. It's simple. It cuts to the, keeps the main thing the main thing. That's right. And if right. if they are, truthfully would not do that to a toddler, the only logical conclusion can be therefore we shouldn't do it to the same baby mm. just a few months earlier either. No. And, and that's the consistent conclusion. So we, we will come on to that other uh, area. Well, what, you know, what about those who just have lost all sense of value of human life altogether? Yeah, yeah. And that's an important thing. Yeah. Most people, even if they say that that's their view. Isn't the case. Most COVID, people, COVID proved it's not the case. Exactly. Like exactly. exactly. Suicides happen. People, it's an yeah. awful thing, but yeah. most healthy people. That's right. Most people value their lives most people mm. value other people's lives to some degree mm. uh, most people um because you know we're made in the image of god and mm. we're, we're we're built to to live you know that's, we, yeah. it's it's an instinct to survive life's an amazing thing yeah and most people intuit that at some level um but there is an issue of you know and we can observe this historically around the world certain cultures certain political philosophies mm. can breed a real sort of a pessimistic view of human life is that itself. a gospel issue then I think it is a gospel issue deep down. Yes, yeah. having no hope. It is It is a gospel issue. Hmm. Um, but we'll come on to that another time because that's a really important area. Hmm. But but this this particular line of reasoning rests on this idea that, okay, you say you believe in human rights, you wouldn't kill the toddler. Hmm. Why then would you kill the baby in the womb? Hmm. And we can, using questioning, we can help people to, to we're giving them an opportunity to be consistent. Hmm. And if you would protect the toddler, you've got to protect the unborn child. Because, mm. of course, size isn't what makes us matter. No. Nor is, you know, our cognitive functions or, or, or whatever. Okay. Um, let's just draw this to close in a, in a couple of minutes now. Um, and we'll, we'll have more time in, in future sessions to pick up some of that. Yeah. Just want to throw in a few, a few little details here. So 
The use of pictures alongside these conversations is so helpful. Visualize. Yes, yeah, so helpful. Um, because we, you know, we've got the opportunity to not only describe life in the womb, but point to a picture of a life in the womb. And they can see, even it's children, clear. even children say, oh, that's a baby. Yeah. Um, on our displays, walking past, they'll see this hmm. living embryo in the womb. Oh, that's a baby. What's that baby doing there, mummy? They, even they can tell. Hmm. And that's just at eight weeks, 10 weeks. So the pictures, again, really help to keep the main thing the main thing. Okay, so, so with our words, with our pictures, put the babies back in the center, okay? Um, I've got a, a, a badge I'm gonna give you. I've got one, I think, just, cool. just here. Um, this is a badge, which is a, a picture of an unborn child, um, life-size. Okay, this is a gift for you. There we are. Oh, awesome. All right, so that's a, that's a life-size eight-week human embryo. Now, if you wear that, it's going to prompt some conversations. Yes. And, and you can ask people, what do you think about that? Did you know that's what you looked like at eight weeks? Did you know your heart was already beating? It helps to keep the main thing the main thing. Of course, if you come out on our displays, that's a great way to provoke conversations. Yeah. Uh, people can go to join the movement, uh, cbruk.org slash join uh you can go out even just in ones and twos with other trained volunteers with leaflets there are lots of ways you can kind of stimulate uh interest and start the conversation so uh let's just do a quick recap of some of the key things there so um dave top question to start off a conversation about abortion what do we tend to open with what do you think about abortion simples and it gets them talking mm. Uh, what are one or two of the helpful questions to kind of open things up a bit more? What do you mean by that? Good, yeah. Um, what, how, do, how did you come to that conclusion? Fantastic, yeah. Those are two of your favourite questions to keep things opening up uh, so you can diagnose mm. where their thinking is mm. going wrong. Great. Okay, do you remember the tool? What was our three-part tool? <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm look, common ground. Common and ground. Then, analogy yeah. and question. Great, common ground, analogy, question. I find that so helpful and there are, you know, Problem with me is I, I I get bored of things quickly, so I often right. I'm like okay, I've got one thing okay what's the next yeah and I remember going through a phase of like ah oh, common ground analogy question yeah whatever let's try something new mm. and I keep coming back to common ground analogy question okay. it's always helpful yeah just really helps to direct the conversation okay. within common ground analogy question the analogy bit telling a story mm -hmm. okay um, what do we often find helpful to do there what kind of fictional character do we bring into the do you remember what we did the adult with the born child the born child yeah the child further on exactly yeah so we call that trotting out the toddler okay. trotting out the toddler trot out the toddler yeah oh. so whatever the scenario is if it's financial medical age of the mother whatever it's always relevant just trot out the toddler right and it really helps to clarify the issue yes because now it's an innocent victim as human it's human it's alive. And the only difference between that toddler and the same toddler a few months ago it's is size, time, level of development, growth, yeah, environment, yeah. dependency, and that yeah. continues. Yeah. Right? It's the fundamentals are still there. It's, it's the same person. Yeah, it's the same, same person. person. Okay, so we trot out the toddler, we keep the main thing the main thing, and we remember that this, this issue is simple, and we're helping to keep it simple by keeping the focus on the unborn child. Okay, mm. and we remember that if the unborn aren't human, we don't need to have a discussion about abortion. Mm. But if the unborn are, no justification for abortion is even possible. Is possible. Yeah. And it is that simple. It is that simple. Okay, common ground analogy question.